0: The great poet-philosopher Henry David Thoreau wrote, Live in each season as it passes. Breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influence of the earth. Welcome to the Soul Podcast. I'm Stacey Wheeler. This morning as I was leaving the house before dawn, I paused and looked up at the sky. Dawn was showing its first light, and the darkness was starting to give way to the blue. There in the eastern sky... A bright star was shining through. In spite of the increasing blue of the sky, it seemed to grow brighter. And in this moment, I noticed my mind pondering. What star is that? Maybe it's a planet. How do you tell again? Is it planets that don't sparkle? Why does it seem so bright when every other star seems to be fading? And finally, I had the thought, even when I can't see it, it'll still be there. When I pause to look at the night sky, I'm always left with at least a touch of wonder. I like to camp in the desert. I don't much care for the dry heat of the day or the extreme cold of the night, but I love the way the night sky looks out there, so far away from the city lights. That's why I go. The desert night engages my sense of wonder like few places do. When I'm in the desert, it's all about the night sky. A moonless night, on a cloudless sky in the desert creates a mystical experience. The stars are so bright and the sky is so clear that you can see the Milky Way stretched across the tapestry of blackness. There are so many stars my mind can't seem to process the immensity of it. It leaves me feeling small. It leaves me inexpressibly in awe. And I feel my soul rise to the surface. When I think of those amazing experiences looking up, I understand that We know all about the stars in the solar system. We understand the mysteries of the universe better than at any time in history. When we look up, we have some sense of what we're seeing. Far off, we see large balls of matter, most of which are on fire. There are an endless number of suns at an outrageous distance from Earth, and we all sort of understand that. We have some context to put it in because math and science have made it more tangible for us. More than a thousand years ago, fine men like Galileo and Ptolemy did the math and created a model for how the planets move. So now we understand, right? But think what it must have been like for the people of ancient times to look up at the sky so full of mystery. The current human form goes back at least 300,000 years. Some say much more. Back then, human brains were as developed as they are now they too would have looked skyward with no explanation for what the night sky was, with no solution to the mystery. But even looking back from here just a short way, people were still living a sense of awe. Imagine even four or five generations back, in 1862, the sky was still such a mystery that even generals of the American Civil War were beguiled by its wonder. After the first few days of fighting at the Battle of Fredericksburg, Virginia, There was a pause in the fighting as evening came in and the north started to take stock of the huge losses they took that day. Hundreds or possibly thousands of men had fallen. The south had the upper hand on the evening of December 14th. As night came in, so did a rare sight, the aurora borealis, the northern lights. This was unusual so far south. Modern astronomers tell us it was likely caused by a massive solar flare, but the result was a sky filled with rippling colors for hours. Many southerners who had never seen such a thing before claimed that the dancing lights represented God celebrating their victory. And soldiers on both sides of the battle noted the events in diaries and letters home. Many spoke in awe and wonder at the sight. Around the same time on the other side of the Atlantic a nine-year-old Dutch boy would also have been looking skyward at the northern lights. Many years later he wrote I often think that the night is more alive and more richly colored than the day. When that boy was in his late 30s, he had painted one of the most iconic images in history. It was simply a sky of swirling stars, an image he called Starry Night. An abiding wonder of the night sky had played muse for Vincent van Gogh. Only four or five generations back, people were still in wonder of the night sky, enough to write poetically about it, make art of it and even attribute what they saw to the hand of God but even then we had some notion of what caused such nighttime beauty imagine if we could go further back there's no electricity no city lights to obscure our ability to see the nighttime sky before the time when Galileo started to explain how it all works long before the nighttime distractions provided by electricity television movies and other nightlife for millions of years The movement of the night sky was the best show in town. The slightest changes in the night sky were quite exciting. A shooting star, a comet, an eclipse. These were rare and amazing. Over the centuries and across all cultures, epic tales would be written about the positions of the stars. How these groups of stars represented the gods and how the position of stars at the time of one's birth determined our personalities. Many words written, many fables created... All based on the heavens. We are instinctively drawn to the natural world. We feel awe when we silently appreciate it. It's because we're part of nature and it's part of us. Think of all the evidence of how a full moon changes our behavior and how we change with the seasons. I remember the first time I heard about seasonal affect disorder, which is sometimes called winter blues. Growing up in the Northwest, I noticed how I and others could get mopey as winter came in each year. When I read the explanation of why it happens, it made perfect sense. Our bodies get vitamin D when exposed to daylight, and vitamin D is a key component in production of serotonin, the happy hormone. Less sun in the winter can lead to lower vitamin D, so less serotonin. The change affects our serotonin levels and our mood. and All this comes from the way we evolved to thrive on Earth as part of this ecosystem. We are part of nature. When we're away from it, we suffer. All cultures have nature in common, our affinity for it, our obsession with it. Consider our desire to give flowers as an expression of love and flowers as a representation of beauty. Shall I compare thee to a rose, said Shakespeare? We're all linked to nature because we are nature ourselves but we forget. Electricity, television, the internet, all this modern magic is a triumph of human ingenuity. But sadly, we've largely exchanged our connection with nature for our connection with technology. Yes, we still have nature, but we've lost the sense of wonder we once had. We've lost the sense of awe that comes from looking skyward. We've lost the silent moments alone in nature. The sense that we're but a small, tiny dot, on a speck of dust, spinning through a universe so large we'll never fully comprehend the size of it. Yes, there is still so much wonder. For all we've been able to understand, there are countless things we don't know about the reality of reality. We understand how we're part of a solar system that is centered around a single star we call the sun. We understand how the earth has a wobble that causes changes in the seasons. And we now understand There are more stars in the universe than there are specks of sand on all the beaches of Earth. But what about those stars? Are there other conscious beings on planets orbiting those stars, looking up at the beauty of the night sky, wondering the same things we do? And what's beyond what we can see in the universe? It is human nature to wonder, to sit in awe of nature and ask ourselves questions, some of them unanswerable. And isn't this sense of wonder, one of the things that makes life so amazing. Vincent van Gogh said, be clearly aware of the stars and infinity on high. Then life seems almost enchanted after all. And you know life is enchanted when we slow down and be silent with it. The world is still filled with mystery and awe and how beautiful that is. When's the last time you were clearly aware of the stars infinitely on high? Tonight, look for an open patch of sky and listen to your mind as it ponders the wonder of it all. Don't try to answer the questions it might ask, simply take it in. This moment too is but a season in your human journey. And Thoreau said, live in each season as it passes, breathe the air, drink the drink, taste the fruit, and resign yourself to the influence of the earth. Happy Autumn. in awe. stay happy and remember to take your vitamin d talk to you soon thank you for listening to the soul podcast if you enjoyed what you heard learned something new or were just entertained please tell your friends about the show and hit that follow button this is the best way for other people to find the show Check the show notes for links to supporting information as well as any books or other reading material related to this episode. I love Making the Soul Podcast. My goal is to bring you more shows each season. If the show spoken to you and you feel called to, please join our list of producers. You can become a producer for as little as $3 a month. And each of you helps me get one step closer to Making the Soul Podcast, my full-time job. You can find a producer link in the show notes.